0: so happy that you are here today thank you for choosing to listen to sessions of mary jane wherever you are we have a great guest today and the guest is none other than alex bermuda alex thank you for being here today
1: hello everyone
2: (laughs) (laughs) i like your pink sweatshirt
1: thank you thank you i I get a lot of compliments on it it's very
2: very nice (laughs) yeah it's very bright too
0: where does pink rank for
1: you on like favorite colors it's starting to get like really high up there. Mm-hmm. Um, purple's my favorite for sure. Ooh, uh, that's a good pink one. is uh pink is coming up on it though. Sure.
2: Do you feel like your color selection has evolved with your age or different phases of your life?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. So, I what feel does like,
2: pink represent?
1: I don't really know. Um, I mean, I feel like it represents that I'm comfortable kind of wearing whatever color I want to wear, you know, or whatever I want to wear. Um, Because there's a lot of men, especially, that don't really like to wear pink, but Mm -hmm. I embrace it. Why is that a thing? It's Mm. a really old school thought, I guess, but Mm -hmm. I'm not with it.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm sure part of it kind of traces back to the whole thing where it was like blue is for boys, and yeah, pink is for, for girls, girls. Yeah. And when you show what the what baby you have, you put the girls in pink and the boys in blue, and it's just like I mean, there's just a lot of like binary thinking that like we just like realize we're like, well, this isn't really that that practical. Although uh, okay. I guess like a couple of years, like it's like some years ago, they like they did try to like enforce the whole like like I remember there's a lot of shirts that had it was like the um, was it? it was like strong men wear pink or real men wear pink and that was like a whole big thing where they were trying to like reinforce the idea that men can hmm, wear pink. So. But
2: still they have to make it seem men mand- right, like yeah, masculine.
0: Exactly. Right, yeah. You can't just yes. be like, yeah, pink. Yeah. Like why do we gotta why do they have to be muscles next yeah. to it? Yeah, right, right. Because men are men, so
2: Well, before we find out more about men,
3: <laughs> this
2: is a terrible segue. Uh, we have a challenge for you. Yes. This okay. evening. Yes. Uh, so, did you know about that? Are you nervous?
1: Um, I heard something about that. Oh. Um, I'm not nervous. No. Good. You shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. Um, it's not yeah. Hard. Because um, as, uh, when you were recommended to us,
0: uh, one of the things was uh, told to us was that you are indeed a weed expert and you work in the weed field. Uh, so. Uh, your challenge is to throughout the course of this podcast name as many strains of marijuana as you can possibly name. You know, I had a feeling that was going to be the challenge. Yeah. Darn it, we're not original. <laughs> so we studied hard. <laughs> yeah well then kudos to you because not only do you get points for being able to like name the items you have the intuition points of also knowing that the challenge was coming so uh good on you Yeah, a so good on you. So, yeah, so you can like throughout the entire podcast we're just going to continue with the conversation but at any point if you think of one you can just shout it out we'll add it to the list and then count them all up at the end uh we've had people get uh different ranges everyone gets a different topic when they come on the podcast so we've had people who've gotten over 90 and then we've had people who've gotten literally zero so the, so any you which
2: know, cut it you're a winner
0: that's right exactly so feel free to jump in whenever you want with those or to not jump in with those whenever <laughs> you want okay sure that's really not gonna be difficult <laughs> um, i love his confidence yeah. <laughs> because so obviously so you do so uh would you mind talking about like your experience like with weed and how you kind of found your way into like working in like the marijuana field in
1: general yeah so i mean just like everybody else i started smoking um you know just off the street like whatever i could get my hands on mm-hmm. um but i noticed that there was a you know a special way that kind of thc affected me and it wasn't really just a psychoactive type thing it was like a, an emotional type thing even a physical type mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. Um, so I went to school for biology. It kind of helped me understand uh, you know plants in general Real. Real. <laughs> it is also bio major yeah. And um, you know when I graduated, I knew for a fact that what I wanted to do was with cannabis. Mm-hmm. Um, so I applied at the dispensary I'm at right now. I started as a patient care specialist, which is like a butt tender. Um, kind of worked my way up. so now I'm the manager, but um, mm-hmm. you know it, it didn't start there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, my weed journey has been pretty, pretty long, I guess. It definitely started early in high school, I'd say, um, took a break for a while. And then in college, kind of when, um, things got real, you know, with the, the workload and emotions, I guess, mm. um, you know, I found cannabis again and it kind of helped me to, um, you know, balance out my life and balance out the stress in my life. Mm. Um, Cause college is a lot to deal with. Yeah. Yeah, which, which college did you go to? Coastal Carolina University. Okay, and what did you think of that school? It was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a big fan of the South. It's not as progressive as you know I would like where I'm living to be. But mm-hmm. I got through school. I got my degree. I did what I had to do. Yeah. So I'm happy about that. Um,
2: yeah, it's an accomplishment.
1: Yeah, for yeah. sure. For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. So like,
0: so. Um, so like after you graduated, like what was the process of then like finding the, like the first, I think like the first dispensary maybe that you went to or just
1: like the, like the, just like the culture of dispensaries in general. So, um, I, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do with cannabis, okay. but uh, there, there wasn't a whole lot locally, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, you know where I'm from, yeah. so it, it's kind of, it was difficult to find something, but something had opened up kind of close in a dispensary. So I applied for it. The next day, I got an interview, and it was, you know, kind of just history from there. It, mm-hmm. it happened so fast. Uh, I think I was only out of school for a month before mm-hmm. I got the job, so I got really lucky, definitely. Yeah. Um, I fell into it at the right time. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I do. I, I always have loved the term bud tender, because I'm just like, <laughs> it's just like, one, it's like, obviously, like, the playoff, like, bartender is great, too, because it's like, isn't that, like, a nice idea? The idea that you can go into a place and, like, a bar where they serve alcohol, you can go in there. And you can just have someone who like knows what they're talking about, recommend you things that are specifically like what you want, like uh, and can kind of help you get the feeling you want. But also, it's like bud is your bud, like the guy behind yeah. you. Bud is your bud, yeah. Bud is serving you, bud, you guys are just bud. It's buds, so you know? fitting. Yeah. It's so fitting. Yeah.
2: Have you had um, anybody or any like customer who you um, who was dissatisfied?
1: yeah we get dissatisfied patients a lot um we do call them patients because you know it is patients. medical mm-hmm. scale at this point but yeah we get um you know sometimes there's issues with vape cartridges and that's big in new york so you know we do get customers who are or patients who are um upset sometimes but i do my best to kind of uh,
2: what, what are your thoughts on flower versus vaping
1: it uh flower is superior um, for sure mm-hmm. um You know, there's a lot of work that goes into creating these vape cartridges, and I totally understand that. But, Mm -hmm. like, the experience that you're getting from the flower, I'd consider that the full experience. You're getting all the terpenes, all of the other cannabinoids, rather than the isolated THC and maybe CBD with the reintroduced terpenes. So, I think smoking the flower actually gives, like, a better high, a better experience overall. And what,
2: like... (laughs) What just puts a smile on your face or like feedback have you gotten from somebody who's been like, oh my gosh, like, you know, I am very thankful this is here or that I have this resource because this helps me so much with blank or, you know.
1: Yeah. I mean, being that it is medical, uh, we get a lot of that. Mm -hmm. So we get patients who come in who've been on opioids for years, like decades even. And um, they've never had any other way to get pain relief because cannabis has been illegal forever. and not everybody wants to go the illegal route, you know? So, um, we have a lot of patients. Honestly, most of them are older. Um, and, we help them get off opioids. You know, it, sometimes it's a slow process, but, um, you know, using cannabis, they can eliminate most of their medicines that are, you know, that they're not happy with, that are making them feel right. worse sometimes. right? Mm.
2: Did, I mean, I'm assuming, but does marijuana help with the withdrawal process when people are trying <laughs> to transition off of another drug?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, it's actually prescribed for that in New York State, so that that's definitely a, a, big, mm-hmm. a big reason to use it. And we see it every day, uh, literally every day. And, you know, it gives pain relief as well. Um, right. You know, high THC products give um, actually pretty good pain relief. And it, it feels more natural because, you know, our bodies do have that endocannabinoid system. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. What well, do you think is, like, one of, like, the, the
0: biggest misconceptions about uh, marijuana that people have, either who, like, have maybe, like, smoked it only once or partaken in it once or who haven't partaken in it at all?
1: Um, A lot of people come in and they're afraid that they're going to get anxious because they're smoking. Mm -hmm. And that's not necessarily like what happens when you smoke. Uh, It it is all about the strain. I know it's funny to say that. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes high THC in general can cause that, but the strain is really important. Um, You know, sativas... Sometimes sativas can cause paranoia, uh, anxiety. I mean, even my, even I get anxiety still, and I smoke every single day. You know, yeah. Um, it just, it really just depends on your mood going into it, right? And and yeah. the strain.
2: Exactly. What What is your strain? What is the one best suited for you? That so far that you have
1: <clears throat> is this number explored? one on the list. This will be number one. All right. So my favorite strain of all time is jilly Bean. Uh, jilly it's a jilly sativa Bean. dominant hybrid. It's got really beautiful colors. It's orange, purple, green, and uh, smells like mangoes. Uh, just really fruity and tropical. It's um, every-
2: like something the Joker would have. <laughs> 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 like orange yellow. Oh.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, Joker doesn't drink me as a marijuana guy. Yeah, he's he's like definitely cocaine. cocaine. Yeah. He's definitely cocaine. I yes. agree. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Wait, 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 wait. What? Because it popped in my head, but what? Um, villain do you feel is a weed villain mm. like what comic book also superhero or villain but do you feel like would be totally uh yeah
1: um you know what after seeing fat thor he could definitely be <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, only after seeing him like that though.
0: gotcha gotcha um yeah
1: because before that he seemed like a frat bro
0: like slanted beers like crushed them against his head yeah, right yeah yeah, yeah.
1: Um, villains. I don't know. Um, I don't expect villains to smoke cannabis. I expect them to do, like, harder drugs, you know? It just makes sense. <laughs> and that's and why, why they're they villains. Still be violent? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Why would
2: they not just go with the flow? Yeah,
1: listen, superheroes out there, if you're listening and you're trying to think of,
0: like, what's the kryptonite to a villain, just pull out some marijuana, smoke <laughs> them up, and then they won't be destroying your city no more, okay? It's that simple. Just do it, guys. Oh, my
2: gosh. What if kryptonite is the, like, weed is the kryptonite of Superman, they're
0: both mm, green. Well, but it's a that it's a crystal sense. though, so I don't know. I mean, <laughs>
2: I'm just being high.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> taking us back on track.
0: Lex well, right. Luther is just like at four. He's like, "All oh, right, guys, what can we use to beat Superman?" The one person is just like, "Well, we smoke him up, huh? <laughs> uh, he can't fly if he's high, huh?" And they're like, they're like "Get out of here, I'm Greg." <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, you're getting us back on track. Strings, Go ahead, yeah, no.
2: Strains, yeah, it's a jelly bean,
0: yes, right.
2: Um, sounds like a delight. Yeah. Um, yeah. sorry, I cut you off. Was there anything else you wanted to add on jelly
0: bean?
1: Um, jelly bean, sorry. I recommend it honestly to anybody. We were talking about the anxiety thing before, mm-hmm. uh, so it's a sativa dominant hybrid. Being a, said, it's not a pure sativa. It mm-hmm. really shouldn't give much anxiety, if any at all. Right. So, um, it's a really user friendly strain, and it usually comes in at lower percentages of THC, which is cool because it's really high in terpenes it's going to really give you that full um, entourage effect. Ooh, very nice. All right, cool. Good
0: suggestion. <laughs> yeah. Um, are there any specific strains that you, on the opposite side of the spectrum, that you've been, like, you've, like, tried, and you're like, this is not the strain for me, and there's, like, something, like, whatever it
1: is about it, it, just doesn't doesn't jive with you? Yeah. Um, it was really one time it happened. It was mm-hmm. a strain called Chocolope. Um, mm-hmm. I had gotten it in, in D.C. It was the first time I ever tried it. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to have, like, a, you know, a chocolatey, flavor profile to it yeah. and um I've had chocolatey strains before I'm not usually a fan of them mm. so I figured I'd try one more time and mm. for whatever reason this was like my least favorite strain ever mm. um I actually didn't smoke the rest of that eight mm. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: That's fair, yeah. Yeah, no, because it's like, it's like, if you already, like, realize that this is not the one for you, there's no reason to keep on pushing right. it through, yeah. Um, where So, like, have you done, like, a, like have you
1: traveled and tried weed in, like, different areas? I'm mm, just guessing, yeah. Yeah, yeah I that try to, you know, anywhere I travel, um, weed has to be legal. Mm-hmm. I, I can't go if weed is not legal. Yeah. You know, I need, I need to be able to go into a shop and, you know, pick what I want to get. And, um, so, yeah, I definitely travel around for it. I have to go to Massachusetts to kind of get, um, a bigger selection. Mm-hmm. Um, New York is very limited on kind of what we're offering, but yeah. the program's picking up really quickly. You know, we did just put out whole flour and um, our live cartridges. So um, things are picking up for sure. But How much
2: know, time do you think it'll take?
1: I think within it'll the next year, up. things are going to be like really big. Because, mm. um, you know, we're expecting more strains of flour as well right now. And flour is really where the game is. Um, concentrates come after that and then edibles. Um, but... I think within the next year, things are going to change a lot. But yeah, I mean, I I travel a lot for cannabis specifically. Um, Massachusetts is a big spot. Um, They have a lot of recreational dispensaries. Um, And they actually sell products by my company. You know, we exist, we have a presence in Massachusetts, um, Ohio, and some other states Mm. as well. But uh, I don't know if I mentioned it, it's the Botanist. Um, My location specifically is in Middletown. I just figured I'd plug that Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, you know, I use products by the botanist in Massachusetts as well. You know, extremely high quality. And as soon as we put out our own flower, I think it's going to be pretty big. But, you know, I've been to Vegas multiple times. I always get cannabis from there. Mm -hmm. Um, They're one of my favorite states with their uh, their laws and stuff. How come? Like,
0: which which laws? Uh,
1: They accept us as medical patients, um, even though we're out of state. So you don't pay much in taxes and you get big discounts cool so, yeah, that's pretty cool um you know california that um, obviously everyone's been to california for the weed mm-hmm. and you know that's that's big into the weed mm-hmm. um colorado is on my list i definitely have to go there i want to get up to maine because uh, i think they just opened up their recreational program um and you know i've been to a lot of other states with with their programs as well but yeah. um Nevada's one of my favorites. Cool. Big, big, uh, big, time. And New York's got a lot of potential. I mean, our laws are very progressive, mm-hmm. a lot more so than the other states. So once things kind of get rolling, um, I think New York's going to be aw- an awesome place for cannabis. Mm,
0: cool. Yeah. Is, do, like, do you notice like similar like trends in the kinds of like, either like, the strains or just like the, like the kinds of weed that you get in like a different geographical location?
1: Yeah, um, usually if I get the same strain, um, dispensaries and growers are pretty good about that. Like They keep the strains true to like what their flavor profiles are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, to me, it seems like I'm getting the strain that I'm expecting mm-hmm. for the most part. And yeah, I mean, in places where I've had the same strain in both places, um, they've been very similar. So um, I think dispensaries are doing a good job with keeping uh, genetics true to their mm-hmm. name. Cool, very, very cool. If you
2: could cultivate your own strain what would be in it and what would it be called?
1: I think about this every day. <laughs> <laughs> Funny you should ask. <laughs> and I don't have an answer, uh, truly. Um, Darn, you know, I thought
2: you were going to whip that out a PowerPoint. I, I
1: <laughs> did get into growing, you know, on the amateur level for sure. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I grew something and I named it Shiva's fruit. Um, that mm-hmm. it's not official. You know, I didn't breed anything to get there, but, um, Shiva is kind of known to be the Indian god yeah. of cannabis, yeah. and uh, it had a fruity flavor to it, so yeah. it made sense. It's fine, wow, it, it's so, yeah! Because
0: yeah, <laughs> the, the guest uh, from yeah. the previous episode to this one, uh, she was t- uh, sharing her experience of taking mushrooms, and she said at one point she saw herself as Shiva, and, and she was. And, like, we, she didn't know the name at first, and we had to, we had to look it up, but that's, yeah. We so didn't
2: know what she was referring to, yeah, but yeah. The, that's so funny that you both just mentioned
1: <laughs> that. Yeah, what a great goddess that is, huh? What a great popular, thing to be goddess so of, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I kind of want to get Shiva tattooed on myself. That's how kind of mm. highly I hold um, mm. cannabis. Yes. Honestly, yeah, um, yeah, definitely a cool god. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So you mentioned before like, that you like when you uh, like first
0: tried it, you first started uh, using it that you had this, like like an emotional reaction to it. Can you talk, like talk more about that? Like what like what it feels like to have that kind of connection when
1: you use THC? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I struggle with depression. I feel like a lot of people in our generation do. Mm. Um, it just seems like life is kind of shitty sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I struggled with it a lot in college. And, um, you know, I sought help. I started going to therapy. Mm. And they, they love prescribing antidepressants. Mm. They, you know, they're really quick to do it. And the side effects for me were just not worth it. Mm. Like, um, and sometimes it didn't even help with the, the depression part of it. So, I knew that when I smoked, I felt better. Um, You know, I I didn't want it to be like a coping mechanism, but there's a science to why it works that way. Like, our bodies are meant to be used with cannabis. Mm -hmm. And as I learned that, you know, that's kind of when I realized, like, you know, this is definitely the industry I want to be in. So, Mm -hmm. um, and I see how it helps people in the same way, you know, every day. A lot of people come in for uh, a lot of emotional issues. Like, anxiety is big. You know, people say cannabis causes it, but... Like I said, the right strain will really help with anxiety Mm -hmm. big time. Um, Depression, it's really good for depression. You know, Uh, Jilly Bean, like I mentioned earlier, it's very uplifting without that anxiety Mm -hmm. feeling. So Mm -hmm. it's going to crush your depression, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, There's really Mm -hmm. a science to it, honestly. Mm -hmm. And um, that's kind of, that's where I got into it. Like I saw how it helped me and every day I see how it helps other people mm, yeah
0: yeah I, I think that's like the science part of it I think especially is important to highlight because I, I do like for like, I think in certain ways like weed was kind of you know I mean we all know like the, the, the stigma that was attached to weed and like it's still in a lot of ways attached to weed um, where it's like I think people yeah, yeah oh yeah hit away your yeah. yeah. people um, take
2: another hit yeah. and also drink some water yeah because, hydrated. because
0: we're very pro hydration we're very pro drinking that agua and, smoking that marijuana yes. um uh, uh, what was i saying
2: <laughs> you were saying uh about oh the stigma for weed the negative oh yeah like a, or yeah how a bunch of people you'd see in tv or movies also when they would be like oh weed makes you lazy yeah your weed is like you're uh um delinquent if you're a pothead yeah. you're a, instead of it being like oh no it's actually like you're saying the science to help to be able to back up to be because also people won't listen unless you give them the the data you give them factual information this is scientific backup where you'd be like hey no this is not people just talking out of their butt Uh like it does it works it's productive it helps people be productive in a functional human being in this weird thing we call life Yeah. yeah. also for things that people can't control because depression's a disease It's literally a brain disease you can't there's no you don't need a reason to be depressed <laughs> sometimes it's that when people suffer different periods of depression you just slip into it it just happens, yeah, and wouldn't it be nice for it to not happen <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for people to just be able to get up in the morning and th- not think those thoughts like,
0: yeah, come on. yeah, 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 I, I think for people who don't who don't like don't go through depression, I think it's like hard to understand what it's like, you know and that, and that's like the problem mostly. It's like people act a certain way when they don't understand things sometimes, you know, and so it's just like, It's, like, good to, like, remember that there are experiences that are, like, outside of, like, the experiences that you, like, directly have if you don't
1: feel that way, you know, so... Can I
2: ask, were you hesitant at first to go to therapy?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I didn't know what to expect. Um, But I found it really helpful. Definitely talking about your feelings is is helpful. Yeah. And I feel like you're... As long as you have the right therapist, you know, you're in a place where you're not being judged. And they can kind of tell you, like, ways that you can deal with what you're feeling, Mm -hmm. so... I'm all for therapy. Yeah. I'm still, still in therapy. Nice. Yes. Nice.
2: Yeah. No asking also just for persons. Yeah, but it's good. It's good. No, it's good to like talk to somebody about, oh, cause like it, it is like, I do think of it as just like, Oh, well what if, you know, it's not the right therapist. It is trial and error. Like what if this thing doesn't work? What if what I'm imagining how great it will be? And like how, you know, accomplished I'll be like, doesn't match up to reality. And it's like, you got to put the work in and like, blah, 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 blah. All these conversations you have in your head. Um, but also with, like, depression was there, um, it was, was it hard with, you know, family or friends, people who, like, did not understand it, and you, um, just, uh, I don't know, like, feeling like on an island of your own, because there are people who couldn't relate to that.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, family doesn't always get it. Um, my parents weren't super with it at first, but um you know they're starting to become more comfortable with the idea mm-hmm. but yeah i mean you know sometimes i feel like the older generation was taught to feel a certain way about therapy and going to therapy mm-hmm. um but yeah, my parents they kind of steered away from that because they see that it does benefit me um big time so that's very important yeah do you have any siblings yeah i've got a brother and a sister okay. uh my sister you know she went to the same high school mm-hmm. and so she yes you might have what? You probably know her wait was her name Veronica, oh yeah, I think I, yes, I think so. We went. To, is this
0: in Warwick, no, New York? No, okay. So, Alex, <laughs> I'm so glad you're here because um, it's kind of been like a running uh, lie throughout the course of this whole podcast. Uh, because Jordan, who's not here, but is uh, is our other partner in late night hump, he is from Warwick and he likes to say is poison Greenwood Lake is one that of green, the boroughs of Warwick. That is the lie. That is the propaganda that is spewing this house, Alex. You are from Greenwood Lake. Can you please speak to these lies? It doesn't
2: matter.
1: He's, got, he's our guest. Be polite. Go ahead, Alex. I'm sorry about that. You know, I like to think that we're a separate entity, for sure. Yeah, you'd like it's to say. It's true that we really. are a village of Warwick. I have to say that. Woo! It's, it, it's a lot different. It doesn't feel like we are from Warwick. Exactly. So. We're not
2: sure, yeah, no, because they'll just give you a different name and call it Greenwood Lake, you know, and they'll yeah. be like, oh, like, I mean, what do we a... call this village of Warwick? Well, it's next to a lake, and you know, there's wood, and it's green called Greenwood Lake. You're from Mawa
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> We all live in places that were originally Native American reservations. Yes. So I think so, I think, is the thing here.
0: Yeah, yeah. so, but were you, were you like, were you born and raised in Greenwood Lake? I was born in the Bronx.
1: So. Oh, okay, cool. Um, but oh, well, that's
2: why I was curious. I was like, what part of New York? Because I know you get... Sorry, go ahead.
1: Yeah, um, I was born in the Bronx, but I moved to Greenwood Lake. I was four. So, oh, okay, um, okay. I spent a lot of my uh, I see. youth in the Bronx, but I lived for in Greenwood Lake for a long time. All mm-hmm. your developing years. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you, pre- did you prefer
0: either,
1: like, either place uh, to be when you were growing up? I like Greenwood Lake. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the not the slower pace, but I, I don't, I'm not really into cities. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't like being that close to people. Um, yeah, that's my thing. Like I like to kind of have like my privacy and mm-hmm. I still live with my parents there in a the house, but I feel like, you know, I'm not close to any neighbors, you know, I don't hear what's going on um, the, the wall over, you know, yes. like yeah. stuff like that. Yes. Um, so I, I prefer kind of like Greenwood Lake environment it's for useful. sure yeah
0: it is yeah yeah and it's just like it's like nice I, I was talking to this lady that i met just like randomly when i was walking through town today i'm like i think like it's it's, it's always nice to always have the option of getting Quiet, you know. It's nice to live in a place where it's like. I think sometimes it's like it's it's like if you want to go somewhere busy, it's like good to have that option too. But it's like always nice that like if you need peace and you need to like not be around anyone, you have the option of doing that when you live in a place like Cream of Lake. Yeah, you know? definitely.
2: Also, your body just gets used to sleeping with very little noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you true. know, like I went in if I was sleeping in New York City and there was like constantly. I chatter, a uh, honking horn, uh, like music, a bustling, like there's always something it's oh,
1: yeah. I need, I need be, to start eating some strains for you guys oh, oh yeah, sorry. go ahead, sorry. Oh, oh, sorry. ahead. Oh, oh, yeah. I you're supposed to interrupt, yeah, no this is- um, purple kush um, girl scout cookies um, super silver haze super lemon haze <laughs> We can take a break for now. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, uh,
0: your poor fingers. I'm <laughs> going no, that's good. Oh, wow. What um, was I going to say? Purple oh, punch. Purple punch. <laughs> um, when someone uh, comes to the dispensary, like, do you have like, a certain like process of like how you like help them kind of figure out what the strain
1: is for them or anything like that? Wait, is
2: there like a pot quiz they need to take?
1: Um, yeah, it's really different for one. everyone. We try to give everyone a really personal experience. Mm-hmm. But it depends on their prior experience, also. But New York, it wasn't super big on strains for a while. Like we just kind of recently started pushing out like more strains. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it, it's been really about like sativa indica hybrid, and then like ratios of THC to CBD, uh-huh. um, rather than like kind of focusing on strains. Uh, now that's going to kind of become the norm, I think. Mm-hmm. Now that we have flower and mm-hmm. um, strain specific vapes and stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, patients, they like to tell us what strains they've tried and what they've liked. And we try to give them something similar, like with, uh, with what we believe would be similar effects. But, um, some people aren't there to get high, you know, some people are really there to get medicinal Mm -hmm. relief and, um, they'll use higher CBD products. So they don't feel that high at all, but they're getting pain relief from Mm -hmm. the THC, Mm -hmm. um, Or they'll use like an equal ratio of THC to CBD. That way they really, you know, they might feel a little something, uh, in terms of psychoactive effect, Mm -hmm. but they're really going to kill their pain, um, help their mood with the CBD and kind of, you know, relieve inflammation as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah. Uh, it really just depends what they're looking for. Like, if they're looking to, you know, get high or if they're looking to medicate. It, it really sure. just depends. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: What is that? What's what, the uh, work culture like uh, working in a dispensary from your experiences? I mean, we talk about weed all day long. Yeah. Um, we always talk about new strains that we've tried, um, new things like that. Uh, it's, it's very weed focused. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're normal people, too. We talk about, you know, what's going on in everyday life. But uh, it's a lot of weed um yeah. you know we don't get sick of talking about weed right for sure right i guess like you like you go into that field because you 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 know you
0: care about it and like, that's a cool thing because i you know i think there's like so many times where people get jobs that they have zero to negative passion about what they're doing they're just like this is just a job i'm just doing this but it's like it's like if you're in that field it's like you probably are like very passionate about it in some way would you
1: agree with that definitely yeah
2: like are yeah. a lot of people doing that in a cbs Right. Uh, I tried this prescription. <laughs> <the other day. laughs> like, yeah, don't yeah, don't take these kind of pills. think these ones are better for that. Like, nobody's passionately talking about like.
1: That's an interesting uh, concept. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is fun. CVS.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's some blueberry petrol over there. You it's CBS! Like try- you
2: <laughs> just put an exclamation point next to CVS. Yes, because it's CVS. Yeah. And they, I feel like that's like a. Um, a Nickelodeon sketch show. <laughs> I did, why am I thinking, like, Amanda's show and, like, <laughs> Keenan <laughs> and no. Kel?
3: And, like, as if they're going to...
2: <laughs> Sorry, that's just so funny in my head.
0: They were um, definitely... I, I can definitely see Keenan... I no, maybe not Keenan, Kel. I can see Kel being a pothead, yeah. right?
2: Yeah, totally. Oh, oh. Also, also, difference, if we're talking, like, CVS and you're talking about, like, even prescription drugs and these pills or whatever, whatever... And for patients, even if they're medically taking marijuana, there is still, I feel, more of an open communication and sharing of, like, this is the strain I'm taking or what works for you or blah, blah, blah. People having more of a dialogue with it. No, like, nobody's talking about the pills they're taking. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. the only glimpse into that is, yeah, if you see somebody's medicine cabinet or sneak in, you'd be like, oh, what are they really taking? Um, for really difficult stuff and stuff they're going through, I feel like it's quite magical that marijuana is also opening the doors to like, no, let's talk about what are your issues? Mm -hmm. What is, what is, if you're having something mental, mentally, if you're suffering something some from something physically, instead of with pills, everyone would keep it behind closed doors. Hush, hush. Don't talk about this. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a form of weakness or whatever when it's just like, "Mm, you're just human. Yeah. You're suffering from things. Everybody's suffering from things, you know? So. Yeah.
0: Do you see, like... Do you see marijuana... Like, I... So, does marijuana, like, ever get distributed in places like CVS? And, like, do you think, like, will, will there be more of that? And also, like, is that a good thing? Uh, sorry, that's, like, three questions in Oh, one, if you but...
2: mean if it becomes mainstream? Yeah. I mean, like, like by...
0: Like, what's the relationship between, like, marijuana and, like,
1: regular pharmacies? Like, like, conglomerate pharmacies? Um, I think that... Okay, so i'm glad you asked this question i'm really passionate about that cool um i don't think that you should be able to buy cannabis anywhere but a dispensary Mm -hmm. like um i'm not big on the idea that walmart might sell it one day that's weird or that you might be able to buy it at the gas wait i'm
2: sorry that's in the talks. what do you mean Oh, you're just saying. I'm just like saying like, head,
1: yeah. you know, people talk about that kind yes. of stuff all the time. When are you going to be able to go to the convenience store and buy a joint yeah. or buy a pack of joints like
2: or like a drive-through? I
1: like, think with just like how how alienated people have made cannabis over all this time, like I don't think it's fair for them to jump on it once it's legal. Like there's an industry in place to kind of deal with that. And yeah. for anybody else to kind of jump in on that, it seems very hypocritical Mm um yeah i'm i'm against that i'm against like you know honestly big weed um you know i do work for a corporation but corporations they are needed for that kind of stuff i'm talking about walmart level or amazon Mm -hmm. level um, mm-hmm. I think that if oh, Amazon gosh. gets involved in cannabis, that's kind the of the
2: drones it's... just going to bring you your yeah. to your doorstep.
1: That's yeah. I'm a little uncomfortable with that, but yeah. we'll, we'll see what the future holds. You know, maybe they'll find like a really ethical and positive way to go about it if they do kind of decide to go that route. But yeah, I think that dispensaries should be able should be the only places that you could get because it's certainly yeah. quality control you get from that too, right? You know, exactly, and, that is a,
0: and that's a very important part of like you know even going to the point of uh, like if someone like thinks that they're going to be anxious from weed it's like it's the it's the responsibility of people who work in dispensaries to make sure that like that doesn't happen you can like like just give them really what's the best thing for them as a person right yeah
1: right and you know um most people do start smoking weed on the street i Mm -hmm. understand that and you know most of the time you're just kind of getting whatever they've got you know Mm -hmm. um there are people that have different things absolutely like different strains um I'm just skeptical about that. You know, I like having that lab testing there. Um, I like knowing that there's not like a significant amount of microbes or mold in what I'm smoking. That's mm. going to hurt me. You know, yeah. um, honestly, when you Definitely. buy anywhere else, it's kind of blind. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah.
0: Very sure. especially, like Especially like going back to the point of like, you know, most people trying it by like, just like smoking on the street. It's like, I remember like, like, there's actually a guy who came up to me once and he's like, hey, do you want to sell this skunk weed? And that's like a whole big thing too, right? It's actually, so what's the, what is the reason for like skunky weed or I guess just like, is it just like the mold thing or? No, no,
1: skunky weed. I mean, back in the day, like terpenes weren't, they were there in the plants, but mm. they, they weren't as diverse as they are right now. Like, uh-huh. There's a lot of interbreeding going on between the strains right now. Like back kind of when. I don't know. I'd say that's probably, that was a big term in the 60s and 70s, I'd say. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was just weed that didn't really smell like much at all. It kind of just smelled like a plant. Mm-hmm. And then there was skunk weed, you know, weed that had a really pungent nose to it that you smelled once you opened the bag up. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what they meant by it. Mm-hmm. It's not mold. Mm-hmm. Um, those are terpenes in there, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, you know, I'd say it's probably a less diverse profile than what you find right now, like I said. But yeah. myrcene is big uh, for the skunk smell. Uh, It's an earthy, skunky smell, definitely. Mm -hmm. But yeah, skunkweed, it's it's good weed i mean even today yeah. you know like when you buy even from the dispensary when you buy weed and it smells skunky you're like oh you know this is good shit yeah <laughs> yeah is it so like i have like a very bad sense of smell and like one of the things i can yeah.
0: always smell is Terrible. weed it's like i like i keep like people someone can be cooking in the kitchen off no idea like no matter how like like it's just, like very specific things but for some reason like if i'm walking around and all of a sudden like that scent hits the air it's like you know the moment where it's like you like you can tell it somewhere and then i'm like i feel like all of a sudden like Whatever <laughs> strength my my nose has been saving up is all reserved for that one thing. Your and weed
3: sh-
2: senses, are
0: my weed yeah. senses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it's a, maybe it's an evolution of man thing. I don't know. I'm to be a person who is seeking it. I'm a hunter gatherer for weed, I guess. <laughs> but
2: yeah. Um, random question: What is your favorite weed movie?
1: Hmm. Um, Pineapple Express, definitely. Yeah. I feel like that's such a classic movie. Yeah. Uh, there's so many scenes that like I can picture in my head right now. Like, um, And I've just watched that with so many of my friends while we've been stoned. It's just your, your classic stoner movie, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good pick. It's a yeah. good pick. Yeah. What are the like, things that you like to do when you get stoned? Uh, like specific activities or whatever? I'm big into gaming. Mm. Uh, I just cool. got a PS5. Ooh. I didn't pay a scalper for it, so that's <laughs> big. Um, so, yeah, I mean... I feel bad. I have a Series X as well. I feel bad for my Xbox because, like, I've always been big into Xbox, mm. but the PS5 is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's the best thing about it for people? Yeah, what makes it so <laughs> yeah. yeah. It just feels really futuristic. Like, with mm. the Xbox, it feels exactly like the other one. It's just in 4K. Yeah. There aren't even exclusive games for the Series X yet. Oh, okay. And then with PS5, like, the whole interface is different. It's also in 4K, and then you've got those games that you couldn't play on PS4. Like, mm. everything feels brand new. Mm -hmm. What games
2: are you playing right
1: now? Um, I started Deathloop a little while ago. I'm close to finishing that. Um, Hmm. Returnal is great. I'm really enjoying Returnal. Ratchet & Clank is fun. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yeah. Um... I guess that's it for PS5, and then Forza came out today. I didn't get to play it yet because I got out of work, and then I came here. Yeah. <laughs> so you can sacrifice the video game yeah. time right here at the session. Can't stop thinking about Forza. Yeah. Um, you know, a video game will do that though, right?
0: Like if you in like the right yeah. video game, like it'll, it's it's hard to focus on other things because all you're thinking about is
1: going back and playing again, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, I was yeah.
2: that way when Sims came out.
1: Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: For computer games, because I like do. do or played on, um, like, old-fashioned... I mean, you could see right now, we have a like, Nintendo 64, mm-hmm, yeah. and we just have a GameCube. <laughs> That's what we have now. <laughs> but, like, yeah, uh, my family members have had, like, PS2, Xbox, and everything. Um, what is, like, in like a classic, older, like, video game that you, like, would always play?
1: I revisited this recently on the PlayStation, but Jack and Daxter, the whole series.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um... um Specifically, Jack 2. That's my favorite one. Mm. Um, But yeah, I get um, a lot of nostalgia playing that. Mm. Um, I think I played it for the first time when I was like eight. So yeah, that that was a long time ago. Mm. What is it about those games specifically that you love? They just have such good mechanics. And like, it's one of the earliest games I can remember. Like, it's one Mm. of those games that really stood out to me. Um, I love platformers. um, And I remember it being like really challenging. Mm. Um, and there's just a lot of personality to it. Like the mm-hmm. characters, uh, they grow on you mm-hmm. and, um, just over the years of all the video games I've played, like, I still remember these characters. I still remember like the things that they've said and playing it again and seeing it again. is really nice. Yeah. That's the,
2: yeah. Like kingdom hearts. The yeah. characters like that for me, if you're talking, also, I just love how the graphics looked back then i like when things weren't totally pristine and like things look it, it just had an edge to it or yeah. just, it just looked completely different and you're just like oh yeah, <laughs> yeah and you walked in on you played on a much smaller screen yeah. too <laughs> it,
0: it is very interesting to see the characters that have stood the test of time i mean like characters like mario obviously is like a big one where it's like you've seen mario in so many forms you've seen him as like, as like, a, like, a, like a like a bit character and then and, and now you see him as like a I'm wondering the day that he that you get a photo realistic version of Mario and what that looks like. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh then,
2: today his like it as him old?
0: Yeah. W- uh, oh yeah, I want I want w- 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 like the Logan of of Mario movies where he's just like a broken down plumber. <laughs> 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 he, he's, he's just gotta he's gotta get the Bowser and he's like and he, Luigi's. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> How Peach looks so she's just like Yeah, I don't know where I was gonna go.
0: But, yeah, yeah. I'm just envisioning it.
2: Yeah.
0: What <laughs> qualities of video games do you feel are
1: highlighted from uh, using cannabis? You see a lot more of the colors, and you appreciate the art a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, probably hear the music a lot more too yeah um but you definitely get a, f- a more full experience sometimes if you're too high you might forget how to play this happens to me sometimes um, it happened to me with breath of the wild um, it taught you so many mechanics and then like i stopped playing for a while and came back to it and i had no idea what the heck was uh that changed and that became like my most played game probably of all time mm. but yeah, sometimes if you're too high and you start a game brand new, like, you might you might not know what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Um,
2: happens when I watch
1: movies. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: Like, I gotta go back, what?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Mortal Kombat, that, that was a hard one for me to play when I'm high because, like, that game is all about combos. It's all about, like, knowing exactly what the combos are. And it's like... It's a good like, but, like the moral combat games are very fun because it's, it's like you get that visceral joy of like I'm just punching someone else and, and for some reason it feels good to watch yeah. characters do that but it's like but if you don't know like the combos in that game it's like you can't do any of the fun shit you can't throw fireballs you can't throw spears at people's chests and pull them in you know it's like then you're just like right you're just like punching and you're like well I wish I I wish I could do the superhuman things that I was doing so but that's just, yeah yeah yeah.
1: yeah.
2: You know what I love in Grand Theft Auto where you'd have the radio station? I love yeah. in the games where they're like different different things you can tap into yeah. and like listen to and people like people who made the game. It's like, yeah, somebody wrote a script for that. There are yeah. voice actors who said all this stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah it's, it's like noise. It's,
2: noises are very signature. Forget like obviously yeah. like the Sims, the fact that they didn't make them talk. Like you don't there is no it's just gibberish they it's have great. their own
1: made-up language yeah it is
3: brilliant.
0: <laughs> it's, great. It's, it's brilliant yeah, yeah uh it's i such
2: a good idea yeah i had
0: a uh a chemistry teacher uh when i was in high school uh, his name was mr roberts and he was like my first exposure to having like an adult who like definitely partick- partook in marijuana and definitely like encouraged <laughs> the idea of like not everything you're taught in school is correct like, like, there, like and it was, it was, that's rare that's yeah, rare i know that yeah like, and he, he would definitely add like i don't give a fuck level by the time i got to him which is a what? really great time to do a teacher like that because like they're really like like anything like he was a great chemistry teacher like he taught us, like very well and he did, like, he did like fun things like at the end of the year every year he would the, the last lab would be to do tie-dye and so you'd like learn about bonding through the tie-dye so it was like very cool um but like there were also days you'd go in there and he'd be sitting cross-legged on the floor and you're like oh it's gonna be the one of these oh kind of days." And then, and then he would complain <laughs> openly about things about like politics of being a teacher and things about the world that he usually thought were really bad um wow. and yeah and where was I going with this I
2: don't know I yeah. love it
1: he probably left shortly after you because I didn't. He not, did. Know <laughs> he did. yeah. so, yeah, so t- truth be told, um, he so he was, was there.
2: He let go or by his own. So, so
0: he was he was there the year after I was there. Still, like that, and that was like his last full year of teaching. And then, like you know, at the end of the school year, everyone says, "All right, have a good summer. We'll see you next year." And he said that to everyone. And then all of a sudden, he didn't come back the following year. and People said he like ran away to Vegas <laughs> and like and got married and like. Uh, there's a, so there is no definitive. Uh, non- Knowledge of where Mr. Roberts is right now, but
2: well, shout out shout to, out to Mr. you, Roberts. Mr. Roberts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, wherever you are, we yeah. hope you are happy. Yeah,
0: I don't know if that was the point I was going for, but I, I think just generally, he was like, it was cool to have a teacher that was like willing to like.
2: Also, talks to you on like one level, you know what I'm saying? Like, not down to you, like, oh, you're too small and young to understand yeah. these grown up adult world things, when it's just like kids go through a lot of shit, too, you know? Yes. <laughs> like, it's not. Yes,
0: yes. So, I, um, yeah, and I remember what I, what, what I, what the reason why I brought it up. I'm connecting the dots. Thank you, Mary Jane. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, going here point about the same with the, the made up oh, language. The yeah. I remember he, he said this thing to me that was like one of the more profound things I've ever heard, and I always remember it. It's like, cause he was talking, I someone was talking about like, bugs and how like like insects are stupid i think someone's like kind of killed one like without even thinking about it and they were like oh it's a bug it doesn't like it doesn't think or anything and, and then he's like why do you think it doesn't think and he's, he's like oh they're like oh because you know it doesn't like you it doesn't communicate with words and he's like you know a lot of people think that the more words you use the more intelligent your language is he's like i would beg like to differ that it actually makes you smarter if you can get things accomplished with, with using less words. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, Mr. Roberts.
1: I, I just have a clap, but now... So you
3: just up. slow <laughs> clap. Bravo! Bravo. Okay.
1: Well, you, you watch The Office. Yes, you've seen the episode of The Office where Kevin Malone had the same idea, right? Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> that didn't work out at all. No, out. no. <laughs> although
0: there, is, I don't know if you know this, but there's actually a running theory that Kevin Malone was like, I think it was like he was like some kind of like secret agent or something like that, and the whole thing was. There's, there's a lot of theories with The Office. Oh one of them is that Kevin is actually like, like hyper intelligent and is like an undercover agent. The other one is that. Um, there's a, uh, and and they've addressed this on the uh, Office Ladies podcast, so now it's, it's at least considered, um, possible canon, but, um, not really, but, um, but uh, there's a theory that Thunder Mifflin is, like, a a money laundering scheme, because there's, there's, like, certain, like, references to, like, things in accounting going wrong, and, like, them, like, not having things right, and there's, like, very specific things where it's, like, if... If that was what was going on, that would actually make a lot of oh sense, given the people that work in that, that, that office. You know, like Michael Scott beat, the make boss. More you know,
2: sense.
0: yeah. So, yeah. Rina was opposed to watching The Office for a long time. And then as a birthday gift, she watched almost all of it. I had to because
2: Brendan asked me to for his birthday. So where am I going to be not a good friend and not watch it? (laughs) But the thing was, I liked not knowing all these references and everybody fucking loves The Office. I like being on the outside. I like not being in the, not knowing like your pish posh.
1: I just assume everyone likes The Office when I meet them. I just assumed (laughs) it about you. I was right. Yes, you (laughs) were right. (laughs) You're
0: right. You're right. Yeah, yeah.
2: I also like The Office. I don't dislike it. But I definitely just, I just, like, didn't feel like finishing it. Mm -hmm. Because after, like, yeah, like, the cast was changing and everything, and then I was just, like, it just lost its, like, you know, special juice for me. Like, what it was in the beginning was... Which is so funny, because we've talked about this before, where you, like, give a TV show room to breathe, and then it's just, like, when we talk about Parks and Rec, where, like, if you watch the first season, it's, like, so Mm god-awful. Like, you have to mind brother told me to he's like watch this show he's like but start with season two. Also, oh, that was when louis ck came in so now very different yeah, but true. the show was like because now if you're like if a show doesn't impress me in the first episode i'm like skip <laughs> next you don't make the cutting block unless somebody like it's someone gives you a recommendation and they're like no like take my like it builds. You just got to give it time.
0: Yeah. But what's, what's your current show, Allison? What are you watching these days? Let me give you some strains. Yeah, I go that right good. Ahead. You know, <laughs> us, keeping
2: us on I, track. I know, That's yeah. Great.
0: We are trying actively, us and Miss Mary Jane, are
1: trying to... to derail, derail, derail you. In. But you will not be deterred. So go ahead, list these strains. Yes. Apples and bananas. Mm. Critical mango. Wow lilac diesel
2: this mango's critical <laughs> this mango's a critical condition. somebody get me a stat
1: <laughs> sour kush <laughs> wow what if it's essential
2: mango <laughs> no these are critical mango Rita, not the essential mango
0: doing the, the verbal equivalent of like throwing like mario throwing bananas out of the car when they're in mario Kart. now it's just like it's avoiding them it's in me <laughs> straight so yeah very good very wow. good <laughs> yes
1: um quattro <laughs> kush
2: oh you can you can keep
1: going you can want as many as you want yeah i gotta get them in now because i keep forgetting
0: that's normal I don't yeah. know if you, you probably suspected that but on this show it's quite normal it for people to forget about the challenge until the end at various times so yep
1: um apocalypto mm. crescendo Uh, Fruity Pebbles. Mm, I thought that one, that one was good. Yeah, Fruity Pebbles is popular at my dispensary. Um, Jack Herrera. Super Skunk number one. And uh, we'll come back to the strains. Cool. <laughs> um, do you have much... Of, well, so, like, you know...
0: Obviously, like, the, the names are one of the more interesting parts of, like, strains, too. So, like, how much effect do you think that
1: does have on, like whether someone buys a certain strain or is like interested in a certain strain. It absolutely sells the strain. Mm -hmm. Um, fruity pebbles. I mean, people, when they first hear that, they'd laugh. Um, but that's, like I said, it's one of the best, best selling strains at my dispensary. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think when the flower of that comes out, I mean, it's going to be the the same deal. Like when people hear fruity pebbles, I mean, they're expecting that. And, um, you know, as long as it's delivering a, that's good yeah but there are strains that aren't really appropriately named and you know sometimes patients or people you know any dispensary not just mine will go and they hear a cool sounding strain and they get it and it's nothing at all like what Wait, the name like what suggests. Mm. Do you have an example? like what um yeah. oh gosh that's a tough one so the chocolate that i mentioned that mm. i hated. It did not taste like chocolate at all. It was just this earthy... How insulting. Not even, like, sweet-tasting strain. And it it wasn't... You know, that's why it wasn't for me. That, you know, chocolate. I think its parents were... You know, I don't even want to guess. I, <laughs> I, didn't, I, I hated it so much that like, I didn't look into the lineage or anything like that. Chocolate family, you're not worth our thoughts <laughs> and our mentions. And I keep a strain journal, like of every strain I've ever tried. <gasps> I did not put it in there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you're not going to
2: forget it. I'm not going to yeah.
1: forget it. Either. Wow, that's, so
0: when did you start keeping your strain journal?
1: I started keeping it in twenty probably 2019, Mm -hmm. uh, late 2019. Um, until now. And I mean, I remembered some of the strains I had tried previously. Mm -hmm. I try to keep it like only legitimate strains, Mm -hmm. like, you know, definitely from dispensary, the official things, you know, whatever. Um, until now, like I said, I'm up to, I'm over 200. Uh, that's between concentrates and flour. So, um, that's, that's why I said like, you know, I have a bunch of strains (laughs) I'll be able to give you. Um, yeah, so when people come into the dispensary and they ask about a strain, I'm usually able to tell them what they mm-hmm. want to know. Or at least, you know, something uh, like, um, you know, maybe I've had that strain's child or something like that or uh. or a strain's parent or something like that. You know, yeah. um, I, I should be able to relate it in some way. Um, I don't know. I just, I just like knowing about all the different strains. I like trying them all. Um, you know, I, I like to record like the effects what they look like mm-hmm. uh what the parents are of course yeah yeah um, yeah stuff yeah. like that i think it helps i think it's a, a lot to learn um i've never met anyone that keeps a strain journal as as advanced i guess as mine but yeah i'm pretty proud of it i gotta be honest <laughs> yeah no i, I think it's a very cool. cool thing yeah because I, I mean like i
0: mean even go back to what we were talking about before like when you are like when you first start smoking weed it, generally it's like I just want to get some, and that's the whole thing. like, you just, you just want to get weed, so like, you're not going to go to like a dealer and be like, yo what kind of do you got?" They're going to be like, "It's weed." just Like, take the weed, you know. Um, but like, now it's like where we are in, in, at, with cannabis. Now it's it's cool that you really like you can like just be aware of the things that you're. It's, it's always good to know what you're putting in your body, right? So, mm-hmm. and like, I think with weed, it's the same thing. It's, it's good to know exactly what kind of way you're putting in your body so that way you're not surprised and it's just an overall enjoyable experience yeah for yeah, sure.
2: yeah. Well, is there anything um you want to leave our listeners of course if you want to add to the uh, strain list if there's also any other last thoughts or anything you want to um plug
1: um definitely want to plug the botanist the botanist in middletown new york um it's a great place to shop uh, it's a really welcoming environment and will definitely make you feel like you belong there and will help you find the right medicine. You know, uh, definitely, if you've got a medical marijuana card, stop in there. Uh, it is medical only um, in New York State still, but recreational, hopefully, is on the way. So definitely stop by. I'm there a lot of the time. <laughs> cool, cool. All right,
0: Any uh, Any other strains that you'd like to add to your list?
1: Um. Yeah, let's do Forbidden Skittles, Mandarin Cookies. There's a lot of cookies. Honestly, you could mm. probably make up, like say two random words and cookies, and it'll probably be. <laughs> um, I
0: know those are all like the same like family of strains too. Not
1: right? necessarily, for okay. the most part they are, but I've had something like named after a cookie that doesn't come from Girl Scout Cookies. Yeah. Uh-huh. It happens sometimes. It's just kind of like that flavor profile that will give it um, a a cookie's name or something Mm -hmm. like that. Um, Some more strains. Let's see. Passion orange guava. Mm -hmm. Um, God, there's just so many. I'm just having a hard time placing like one oh it's all good yeah so that, that is true sometimes when,
0: when you that when you have such like a large a large base of knowledge about a certain topic then it's just like where like, like it's almost like having like a, like a large library it's like where do you go first like and, and then it's, it's interesting to see which which ones your brain is associating first when you like, call upon
1: that information right right um
2: Are people chilled by categories sorry yeah
1: yeah, yeah. punch breath mm. um punch cookies <laughs> Uh, banana punch. I guess that's the direction we're headed. Yes, right yes Papaya punch. <laughs> uh, honestly, anything with punch is usually really tasty. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely recommend anything crossed with purple punch. Mm. <laughs> um. XJ thirteen, like the letter X, the letter J, thirteen. Yep. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, that one's pretty cool. That Why is one, it XJ13? It's uh, it's a cross of Jack Herrera and G13 uh, Hayes. Um, so, I mean, it kind of makes sense. It reminds me of that show. Um, I think it's called My Life as a Teenage Robot. The robot's name. Was oh <X-J3> yeah. yeah! I always wow. think about that when I think about oh, that man, show. I have nostalgia.
2: That show not in the past. Whoa!
1: Oh man. <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> That's another thing, too, is, like, it's it's always fun going back to, uh, and like, rewatching. like, I guess, like, any cartoons, but especially, like, going back and watching childhood cartoons when you're mm-hmm. high, because I feel like, in a way, you're going to, like, tap into like your child brain in a certain way, because I feel like there are certain things that, like, that's, and that's one of the things about that I like about marijuana the most is, like, it, like... It it does it like, it like, makes me feel like a kid in certain ways where it's like when I was a kid I actually felt the way because I was a kid probably but now it's like as an adult kind of like like I don't know they it, it, like kind of bridges that gap between adult and child for me so yeah yeah
2: it kind of forces you to just slow down and enjoy life just be in the moment just do whatever and like not worry about this or that because you just become an adult and you just worry you just constantly worry what are we why yeah. do we worry about so much and like you can't then you sl- your sleep is not as good and you're just like it's yeah. not there's just like adult things where you're just like this is terrible like why does my back hurt
3: yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it's like
2: why don't we just take on all this other stuff when we get older but it does yeah it um it also does allow you, I guess, to, when you, like, zone out, I guess, or also zone in on, like, a, you're, like, obsessed over one particular thing. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're watching a bunch of these videos, or if you're, like, all of a sudden staring at this painting, or, like, all of a sudden, like, trying to do this puzzle, or you're, like, you know, linking with, um, yeah, I, I don't know, or maybe it's more, that's been more tech-based People now just like zone out looking at a screen instead of like yeah. mm-hmm. what they used to do when you would get high in the 70s. Yeah.
0: Like, well, like, it, it, <laughs> it is. I mean, that is cool that like, there are certain like workplaces where like they are like normalizing the idea of like, yeah, like cannabis is a thing that you can like partake in because like it, one, it's just like they realize, I guess that like it's not uh, like harmful to themselves, to the company, to your productivity, but also like, it allows you to like think in a different way to expand your mind, especially like, are there certain like creative areas that you feel like you are able to access in a different way when you are
1: under the influence of marijuana? Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, sativas are definitely uh, promote creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I start my day with sativa. I really will not smoke indica mm-hmm. uh, like right after I wake up because then the rest of the day will be a, a shot. slower <laughs> yeah, shot, yeah, shot literally shot. Yeah. um but yeah i mean it definitely helps with the creativity that's big like if you are if you're playing games it's big like i mean call of duty it kind of helps you focus mm. i do really good at call of duty when i'm high on the sativa yeah. um, <laughs> yeah, um I, I like legos i love mm. legos um and i always smoke before i build them it's a sativa helps me get it done really fast which mm-hmm. isn't always you know the best thing because that's the f- whole fun of it but right i mean it helps me kind of focus on what i'm doing and you know if i want to do something it's gonna be done yeah you know, on a sativa yeah
0: do you feel like you in terms of like building things with legos do you feel more satisfied
1: while you're doing it though or when it's completed and you have like a finished product i like seeing the stages mm-hmm. um so like usually the they come in parts uh so like the different bags will tell you the different parts that you're on so like after part one you'll see a certain amount of progress and then after two part two you'll see like oh it's almost done I just have part three to put together and then you combine them all at the end and it's 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 really satisfying it's yeah. awesome
2: we should have a sativa lego party
0: oh my god just <laughs>
1: um, get together
2: and we'll just make legos
0: yeah build legos. but then, but then you, but you get into kind of one person <laughs> <You> and <want laughs> <laughs> <people.
2: laughs>
3: you want people to
0: build
2: <laughs> it's a surprise like nobody knows what they're getting yeah. it's like you're picking know yeah. like a, a straw from someone's hands or whatever like yeah. whoever gets the short straw
0: yeah <laughs>
2: that's that very, so funny <laughs>
0: experiment
2: that's so oh God, i gotta remember that yeah. that's a good idea yeah. sorry back to
1: streams. <laughs> <laughs> back to streams. okay um Jeez, i wasn't ready for that it's it wait what is it it's called it's it it's it, Brendan. That's what, <laughs> That's, it. <laughs> That's what I smoked before I came here today. Oh, very nice. <laughs> what's that, what's like the makeup of that particular That's trend? a hybrid. I have a hard time remembering the lineage, but uh, it's gelato and something else. Um, I can't remember what it, what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's got a very in-your-face gelato flavor profile to it. Which I'm a big fan of. Mm-hmm. Uh, very dessert like. It, it's really tasty. It's really mm-hmm. nice. Uh, it's a well balanced hybrid. So it kind of kept kept me right in the middle. You know, not too hype, not too slumped. Right. You know, you're, you're as uh, as Goldilocks would say, you're just right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Um, Wonka bar. Ooh. Mm-hmm. You guys have had that before. Oh, we have. Yes, <laughs> yes we have. Um. Let's see. There's so many strains. Uh, lilac cookies. That's one of my favorites. Ooh. Chocolate covered oranges. Why don't oh no, chocolate covered strawberries. strawberries is the strain. And then there's also chocolate oranges. Okay. So there are two uh, different strains. Yeah, I... um, Strawberry diesel. Mm. Bruce Banner.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. Chem dog classic
0: classic wait why you say that's one, why, why, Is that like an older strain that's been around for a while or it's just like a, like a well-known one chem dog
1: yeah yeah chem dog um it is it's it is a classic strain it's been around for a long time and it is really well known mm-hmm. um Actually, something cool about ChemDog, that strain, the person who originally bred that strain, he grows for a company in Massachusetts. Oh. And I've had a lot of his stuff. So it's actually, it's really awesome. Oh, um, sweet. Yeah, you know, yeah, he's really got like a legacy behind him. Yeah. Wow. Are they, like,
0: do you know a bunch of growers or, or what would you, would you call it? Like, like,
1: what's the name of someone who creates strain? Like a weed farmer? Yeah. Um, <laughs> or, you'd definitely be a grower, but not a shower. No,
3: I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry
1: a, i uh, to a breeder. You'd be it. a breeder. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <There you go. laughs> um, yeah. Breeders. Um, I, I don't really know any breeders. I mean, I know chem dog because he's, you know, chem dog. Yeah. He created that stream, yeah. but, um, I don't really know anybody else. Yeah. You know, I, I'm familiar with some seed companies, but personally, I don't really know anybody. Oh, okay, then, cool. Um, not yet, anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, New York is still pretty new with cannabis, so there haven't been that many opportunities, really. But um, yeah. with whole flower being legal and recreational on the horizon, um, there's going to be a lot more companies coming out here. Yeah. Uh, a lot more opportunities to kind of meet these people. Oh, before, yeah. You know, creating these strains and growing these plants. So, yeah. something to look forward to. Definitely. Yeah, no, like, this, I mean, this
0: area, like, especially, like, New York, it's, it always felt like that was, like, a, like, it felt like it was just, like, naturally was a place that made sense for marijuana, one, just because, like, especially in the city, like, you'd walk around, people were smoking marijuana all the time, so it was almost like it was in the culture before it was already in the culture and then it's like once we actually we went I think we we were in the city on like the first 420 like after they they had passed the the legalization on it and like man like what like a festival of joy and (laughs) marijuana man (laughs) yeah it was and and, and I think was. I mean obviously people were yeah yeah people were in the mood to celebrate you know it it was it's a thing worth celebrating as more things become more legal and things just become better in that way
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah definitely Everybody loves cannabis, honestly. Um, I mean, there's a lot of people with a bad perception of it, but um, I feel like most people, when they try it, excuse me, love love it yeah agreed uh and when my mom finally tries it i think she's gonna love it (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. you do meet people you're like i know
0: you're not a marijuana person but i know if you tried it you would be a marijuana person you know and uh you but i guess everyone gets there however they get there everyone has like their own journey towards uh towards finding marijuana for themselves so yeah definitely just curious
2: do you want to know how many you have on your list so far or do you want to wait till you keep listening more you want
1: to know yeah let me know (laughs)
2: <laughs> I can't believe you'll number them as you go, Brendan. Every time. What is our PA gonna do? Unbelievable. I'll just keep insulting you until you say how many are on that booth.
0: Thirty-five. Oh, that's oh, a that's, solid number, I yeah. that's a good that's a good number,
1: yeah.
2: Um do you have more? I mean we did like you.
1: Um You decide when the podcast Yeah, is. It, <laughs> yeah you go for as long well as you want to Alex. Okay. Um I gotta think about it. Alright. Um while you're thinking we will
0: take this time to plug some stuff that uh, Late Night Hump has going on Uh, this Friday the 12th of November at 9.30 at the Players Theater in New York City we are doing our interdimensional improv show where we take a suggestion from you the audience and we make it a complete improvised show that has never happened before. We go through different times in re- reality and space and also time again. Mm-hmm. It's a great fun show. Uh, so come on out. Uh, you can get tickets on our website at latenighthump.com uh, or them through the Players Theater. And yeah, you're just going to want to be there because it's a good time. And also, keep listening to all of our podcasts. You're listening to Sessions with Mary Jane right now, which means that you found it. You found the right place to be, guys. So keep on listening. And then also, we have a couple other podcasts. We have uh Every day during the week, we have The Morning Shower, which is like our take on the morning news. We also have Gemstones and Whiskey, which yes. is the Outlander fan podcast hosted by Rena Ezra and Ashley Alexandra. Yeah,
2: if you want to get a load of that show, it's super
0: fun. It is. <laughs> guys, I don't even watch the damn show, but I, I listen to this Aww. podcast because it's very entertaining to listen to. Enjoy. But do you know what happens. Yeah. Um, yeah, we got Young Black Suburban, we got Ganon of the Cannabis, Young Blonde Suburban. So, guys, we also have a ton of videos coming out all the time. Just, we have so many things for you to entertain yourself with. So just find yourself to Late Night Hump and get on the hump. And now back to Alex
1: with the strings. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, Rosetta Stone. Ooh, okay. The One. The One? The One. Okay. Ginger Ale. Black Raspberry. How did I forget? Um, NF1. ACDC um, gelato I didn't say that
2: He kind of does I kind of yeah you like, any other one that you that mentioned is yeah. like
0: family members yeah. I kind of those too cuz it's you naming them yeah Gotcha
1: <laughs> watermelon gelato mm. Um GMO GMO Skittles Black Rosé black dahlia blue dream
3: this who
1: is very I? common <laughs> <laughs> who am so i not listening that first <laughs> <laughs> yeah because blue, blue dream is definitely a would you say that's a classic uh, strain as that's well a classic everybody knows about blue dream yeah and for good reason it's an awesome strain mm-hmm. really good strain yes. that was the first time
0: i think that was the first time i ever like heard the idea of a strain actually was blue dream because i was in a car with some friends smoking and uh, and like one that I mentioned, that is Blue Dream, and, and like I and that was when I that was actually the moment when I realized what Purple Haze meant because I was like, oh, Purple mm-hmm. Haze, I get it now. So yeah, <laughs> that makes Jimmy Hendrix just make a lot more sense. It's like he's already great to begin with, and then you realize like, ah, oh, this music is partially brought to you by marijuana,
1: <laughs> right? Right. Um, Ghost Train Haze.
2: I feel like I could just listen to you listing strains. Yeah. <laughs> It's like on, like, like driving on my way to work, and just being like, yeah. no like self motivation tapes. they just like, and you are this. and You're gonna be like, and then you. are
0: Yeah. Just Amazing. Like,
2: purple haze. Yeah. And, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah It's
0: yeah. centering
2: It's Like I'm not high. I listen to like, it, I and you're trying to go to bed, or resting. You're like, yeah. Yes. It's like counting sheep. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um Pineapple Express. Mm. Um, purple Panty Dropper. <laughs> well, there you go. blood orange amethyst some of the names are really crazy um, rainbow chip rainbow road cookies and cream thin mints I really, I could keep going. Are you sure? No, just <laughs>
0: listen. We had someone like literally that they. Uh, the, so actually, the person who has the record, I think, I think it's like ninety-two 92? right now. Yeah. Is um. Are you
2: trying to beat that? Yeah,
0: because because this person like they literally did the entire podcast. Like usually they go about like an hour and a change, or you know, hour and a half depending on the on the episode. But they went for the entire episode, not naming a single bodybuilder was their challenge, and then also at the end they're like. Okay, here we go. And then they proceed to list 92 in a row. So, Alex, you go. I feel like you can beat that. We we mean it. You go as long as you want to go. We want you to flex on here and show people why they got to pay attention to your knowledge right now. 92 bodybuilders, yes, right? Is that crazy? <laughs> like, yeah, really? Like, yeah, I yeah. feel yeah. like this, this guy's a whole top, yeah, he's okay. a weightlifter, yes. yeah, I yeah. That so, yeah, so he, yeah, he, uh, it's a uh, shout out to uh, Jamie Lewis who's on podcast Plague of Strength, and he, like, will post, like, I think like, on a daily basis, he posts, like, a, like, a, like, a bodybuilder and like a fact about them or like just information about them that kind of like highlights the history of that so he definitely came very equipped uh to i don't know if he had a journal of bodybuilders like (laughs) your journal of strains but mentally he had a journal of bodybuilders i'm sure
1: uh, they wrote it down somewhere right right yeah (laughs) right right um
0: yeah keep going
1: (laughs) blueberry haze granny smith um blueberry cookies Queen Kong The Juice Blackjack There's a lot of them that begin with black, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah. There was one that had a really funny name. Bootylicious. That one had all black flour. It was actually really pretty. It was really nice. Whoa! Very, very cool. Um, Wedding Cake Wedding Crasher um, White Wedding Red Wedding Vanilla Cake. Am I going too fast? No, no, I got to, get to go. Um, it Larry Cake.
2: Of course that is.
0: <laughs> like, we heard some funny, funny names, but that one just got me for some reason. It's just like,
2: it's like Larry. The, yeah. It's going to be the last one listed. Uh,
1: Larry OG. Um, I thought I had another one with Larry.
0: what is it what's like the like strains that have og in there is that is that like is it again just kind of like a family or like classification i get this question a lot
1: yeah not always sometimes it's the first strain like of Mm -hmm. of like of that type yes but um a lot of the times if you hear something like og like um og kush Mm -hmm, that's right that's what you're referring to so that would be the lineage but not everything named og comes from it a lot of OGs uh, are like phenotypes of that original OG Kush, like uh, Tahoe OG. That that could be another strain. Mm-hmm. Um, San Fernando Valley OG, like those are just different phenotypes of OG Kush, and they smell and taste and like have completely different effects than each other. Okay, um, it's yeah, it's it's awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. and phenotypes are are another thing. Like you can have. Like I listed all these strains. Um, you know, sometimes you you see a number after a strain mm-hmm. like I said super skunk number one. Right. You could also have like number twenty four, for example, and they have completely different flavor profiles which uh, you know, give you different effects as well. So mm-hmm you know you guys asked about the whole strain thing before it's tough like it depends what phenotype they're using like Mm -hmm. i'm familiar with the phenotypes i've had Mm -hmm. but um you know uh, a different number even if it's just one number difference like it might it might be completely different Mm -hmm. so like that's the thing with strains um if you're gonna try one in one market and try one in another market it's not necessarily going to be exactly the same Uh, so um I guess that branches from what you said on OG, or maybe I just went on a little tangent.
0: Uh, You know what? Either way, (laughs) I didn't know that before, and now I know it now. So, yeah, no, yeah, I I think just, in general, whenever I hear a strain that has a a part of its name in common with another one, I I kind of, like, always assume, like, oh, they must have something in common if they,
1: whether it's, like, the color or just, like, like the cookies thing of it, so. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the times they do have some in common, but not always.
2: How many? Let's <laughs> see. Uh, we got... I'm beating
1: 92. Okay, Absolutely. so keep listening. <laughs> keep
2: listening.
1: Um, I just had one. An orange Mojito. Ooh. Um, orange Aid. I don't know if I said Sour Kush. Uh, I think you did. Let me see. The Factory. Yeah, you did say Sour Kush, yes. Okay, amnesia Hayes um afghani that's a land race which are really cool as well um land races are like the og strains that grew here before anybody planted them whoa yeah what's that one called afghani. afghani um usually if you hear a name uh, a strain named after a place like hawaiian or afghani it's from that place and it grew mm. there natively um did i say pineapple express you did yes, yes. i did okay purple pineapple express Huckleberry Hound. Um gosh, there's so many. Yeah. Are there is there like a, a
0: kind of like database or like record keeping of like when these strains like like first came
1: to be, or is it not really? Probably not. Um sometimes you can see like who originally bred them. But yeah. I I have like never seen like the year that they were originally bred. Yeah. I mean, I guess this is just like the first recorded time they were bred, yeah. um, and then like whoever gave them a name first. But like I said, there's different phenotypes, and people can go wild with the names. Yeah. So it, it's it's a lot going on there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Critical Plus. Mm-hmm. That's another strain. Mango Kush. So Mango. That's one word. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, mango is my favorite fruit it also pairs well with cannabis so I want to plug mangoes mm. um, they have the terpene myrcene which I mentioned earlier and if you wait about 40 minutes after you eat some mango to smoke it really enhances the effect whoa good you, to know you probably know got that on the internet but it's true there's like actually science behind it like it has to be like a mango
0: based strain or like any if you smoke any kind of marijuana any
1: kind of cannabis every wow. strain of cannabis has the terpene myrcene and that's what mangoes have in them as well so they kind of expand and your receptors uh-huh. allow you to uh, receive more THC, and it uh, usually gives you a longer-lasting high as well. Wow. So, a stronger mm-hmm. and a longer high is what what you can yeah, say. Oh, uh, that's cool. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and mango is my favorite fruit. Like I said, yeah. yeah. So let's plug mangoes. Yeah. <laughs> mangoes, mangoes they for being around. Yeah, that's like, nice. Because then, that kind of gets. There's into a lot like,
2: of fruit strains.
1: Yeah, yeah. That, I think I'm. I like gravitate more towards them. Yeah, uh, I love fruits. Almost, I don't think there's a fruit that I don't like. Um, so I, I definitely mm. gravitate towards them. Um, papaya is just is a strain. Um, Alaskan Thunderfuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's another one, Madanuska Thunderfuck. It might be Manatusca. I honestly don't remember which one, but it's one of those two. Okay. <laughs> They're both from Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> um, What are we at? Let's see. Yeah,
2: are you thinking more? Or do you have uh, already? I'm in getting the canon? stuck,
1: but I can definitely, if I have to, I'll think of them.
2: You could go alphabetical. You could go, I guess you went by category. Like fruit was one category. You went by an OG category. What the categories are? I guess you did. Like, yeah, hybrids. Um, sativas, Inticas. Trying to think how else to break down this <laughs> list. <laughs> there's so many. There's. So I many. wonder how many. I guess you can't actually come up with a total solid number of how many strains are in existence right now because there's still things that are being wow. right. Like
1: we are at eighty-six right now. Whoa! Oh, so um, I could do another oh, seven. Yeah, so. Whoa! Um, sour apples. This
2: is exciting. Wow. We're making history today.
1: <laughs> white runts cinderella 99 how about just runts that's easy the white blue rhino uh we gotta be close um ninety ninety one ninety two. We're at ninety-two right now. Uh-oh. You, you should
0: get
2: you should get two or three. like right, you wanna you so, protect your lead, yeah, you know. But Whatever.
0: also
1: just You're to make leading. sure,
2: because I don't remember if he had ninety-one or ninety two or ninety-three. I'm gonna <laughs> so, go to
1: hundred, so that's okay. Wow <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yeah, cool. Oh Red dragon. Um
2: Who's going to beat this next? This nobody. This is going to be hard. You could
1: do Blackberry Kush. He's Ooh. just
2: like <laughs> listing these like it's no problem.
1: Um, okay, there's a strain. It's called Sangiovese. I could spell it for you if you want. Uh, I pronounced it wrong, but I said it wrong and someone corrected me. And okay. I'll never say it wrong again. So it's S-A-N-G-I-O V-E-S-E. I believe that's close so if you if you really want to know about it (laughs) you really want to know about it just google that and you'll find it um there's gotta be
0: yeah, we're ninety five right now. so so you, so you have officially broken the record. Congratulations, Alex. Thank, Thank you. you, guys Thank you. But we are here for style Very points so go for the hundred, <laughs> Alex. Yeah, it's like like you. Like, there was this. You know, like we like watch a runner and like they're like they're doing a marathon and like they're like they're going the whole time and they're running and then they get to the like the end of it and then they just like sprint. You, just, you like went to like a full sprint. Don't like, you realize how close you were? You're like, oh, all right, cool. Here we go. And you just, like unload. <laughs> like you tap it like, to a new part of your brain and yeah. then just unloaded them.
2: Are there strains that are like not because there are ones that are after sweets but ones that's like you know like hot dog or like <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't think they would sell that well but I Yeah probably just... sell <laughs> <that>. <laughs> Can I get an eat the hot dog um motor breath <laughs> meat breath that's oh, a stream. I don't know. know why anybody would ever pick that but
2: is it yeah you tried it you have you tried it my that? brother's
1: tried it but no I've never And had he,
2: it. he 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 I mean, I'm assuming it doesn't taste like meat, bread, whatever that is, no. but why do they call it that?
1: It's probably, um, sometimes strains are named after people and it could be like a parent, like one of the parents is hmm. named like meat something. Oh, I yeah. don't know. It mm-hmm. could be named after a food. Like there That's are savory the strains that kind of do have like a savory scent to them. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm so sure there's strains about. out there named after meat besides that one. Yeah. yeah. You know, stuff that. I don't think weed would be super appetizing if it smelled like, but, yeah. Because you know, Yeah. yeah. Cause that, I mean, yeah, cause they, that, again, like
0: you're associating, like, even without thinking about it, like, you would see a name of a thing and like, your brain is already, like, like thinking, like, the Fruity Pebbles thing. You're, like, you're thinking about that thing going into the experience of smoking, whatever it is. Right. Yeah. right. Sorry,
2: was there another one you said after meat breath?
0: Yeah, um, but we had breath
1: motor breath, breath, breath and then meat breath. Horchata. Horchata. So, gotcha, okay. All right, we're at 98. Wow. Um... Okay, now I got really got to think. All right, I'm getting stuck, oh. but we're definitely getting to a hundred, definitely.
0: We believe in you, Alex. <laughs> People listening yeah. at home believe in you, Alex. You they know, know come. Right? this is this is a an incredible feat of. I have bravery, knowledge, wisdom. Like, yeah,
2: we've learned so much yeah. in this podcast. So yeah. much has been accomplished.
0: Yes. And on top of all that, you just did an Olympic fee
1: of just naming <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll be hundred Your sure. expertise
2: and insight uh for the listeners. Yeah. A great treat.
1: Yes. Okay. Prayer pupil. Uh-huh. Pupil Magoo. Blue Magoo so that's 101 right was so, yes. so it was prayer pupil what was after that pupil magoo pupil magoo okay and then blue magoo and all of those 101 lead dalmatians
2: so.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um you know we can leave it there
0: Woo! <laughs> well you know what
1: you got 101
0: and you took us to class with a, a 101 <laughs> class. That's...
3: Oh, that was gonna so <laughs> I know, I 101 nervous. in
2: history of 101, or 101 uh, weed strains.
0: Professor class. Alex <laughs> with, with weed 101. Yes, yes. yes. thank uh, you
2: so much for coming on the show.
0: Yes, yeah, thanks for having me. It's been a great time. Oh, uh, they. Any last final words before that you want to leave the people listening at home or wherever they are with?
1: Um. Well, honestly. Just enjoy any weed that you can, any and all weed, and um, don't be afraid to show your love for it. You know, let everybody know that you love to smoke weed. Uh, Let them know how happy it makes you. Let them know how good it makes you feel. Uh, Anything to get that stigma to go in the opposite direction. Am I right? (laughs) You're right. Peace out.